0: With our backstories combined, we are the Hapless Heroes. This week on the Hapless Heroes.
1: Are we certain he's not a vampire?
2: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Hapless Heroes podcast. I'm Francesco, and tonight I am your official host and DM for this episode and adventure. I'm going to start by introducing our cast and their classes. So for those of you who've been out there guessing, trying to predict, you're about to find out for the first time. Introducing, on my virtual right, John as Jam Jam. Level one ranger.
1: Jam gem smuggled. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nicole as Glorp Glup Glup, Level One Sorcerer. I
1: didn't need a Band-Aid. I can make a Band-Aid.
2: To her virtual right, we've have Sebastian as Chum Deloom Level One Artificer.
3: Bet you didn't see that coming, baby.
2: (laughs) To his virtual right, we have Mike as Brunner Brew Blitzbor, Level 1 Monk.
0: I'm trying to bring out my inner peace. Gosh darn it! (laughs) (laughs) To his right, we
2: have Louis as Lev Zangiev, Level 1 Barbarian.
4: No, uh, I'm going to feel that in the morning. I should have given receipt
2: to Greg. And to his right, we have Dave as March Level One Warlock. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't just pop
5: in on a guy like that, man. You just give me, give me a second to minimize the pawn or something. Jeez,
3: <laughs> just get the shit out of me. Got any of that monkey stuff?
2: F- to not leave everybody in suspense Until I revisit my character again Percival is also an artificer But Seb and I are taking very different paths With that oh, yeah. whole deal So we'll we'll learn more about that When I get to go back and sit down In the player's chair again But for now it's almost, like having a two,
0: it's almost like having two bards in the party
2: Nah <laughs> <We talked about laughs> the hell would do that we yeah, about Who would it. have we two bards about we That guy's about like beforehand. a round square <laughs> we're gonna be we're gonna be, be serving very different roles in, oh yeah within this group
4: it is like two guitar players you know it is okay
2: yeah mm-hmm. uh but when we last left off we got to learn a little bit more about the new backstories i guess that you have created over the last six months or so uh i think i said six to eight months i'm gonna kind of maybe factor just to give a, a concrete number let's just say actually eight months aboard the raft Because when you guys found yourselves here, right, and during this, like, time skip, you know, we kind of tried to highlight through Dave's uh, character-based exposition uh, as March, right, that it's hard to get by on the raft, right? Like, finding gainful employment that's really going to be able to actually get you out of this situation is tough. Um, You've all kind of found a little slice of something here, and, you know, that was assisted by... Father Jack Hayes, who sort of seems to be playing the role of the uh, shotgun priest slash good shepherd of the common folk here uh, on the raft, which, again, to remind everybody, is just a, a, flo- a hunk of metal, a fused hu- ship hulls that has been turned into a essentially a, a habitat and is towed behind the Mother of Exiles, which is like the seat of the flotilla faction. Eating so, all
3: the exhaust.
2: Well, I mean, not much in the way of exhaust when it comes to you know flying saucers in space and things like that. Um, but there's plenty of exhaust and fumes and clanging of things in the raft because, again, it's just like it's just essentially space debris that's been fused together, right? And it's kind of happening on an almost daily or weekly basis around here. In, I, we kind of left off on a little bit of a cliff cliffhanger, so I, I understand if maybe you want to know a little bit more about what happened with March, but we'll get to that. (laughs) Wait longer. It is a new day on the raft, and with it, the usual chorus of clanging metal and the hiss of welding torches fills the air. We pan our camera to the now appropriately named Casa Concordia, which is the essentially remains of the ship you arrived, well, arrived here, I'm using air quotes, on. Uh, We all arrived here on, except for March, who uh, we so lovingly crashed into his house unwittingly. Yeah, I know, Plymouth
5: Rock landed on us.
2: Oh boy. Uh, So, you've made yourselves at home here, it's a new day. Um, and it's sort of been this, this cycle, this sort of ceaseless cycle where you just, it's day in and day out, you know, you can't think of the last time you've really had a day to rest because all of you are, for whatever reasons of your own, hustling to try to get some scratch put together to figure out, A, to get, maybe get, maybe, maybe to get access to somebody who knows how to find or chart your like a path back to where your home system is. Because one of the things that's become very apparent over the last eight months is that no one has any fucking idea where you're from. No one's heard of it. Not a single person. It's not on any map, on any star map you've ever seen. It's completely uncharted for whatever reason. Um, and You really haven't had the money or the access to the right people to be able to maybe try to gain that information so i'm sure you know at least for some of you i i I would say uh, lev most of all has been working tirelessly to do whatever he can to make some money and to try to get access to the right people to potentially try to find a way home you know i'm not sure if everyone necessarily feels that way i think that everyone kind of maybe approached this new life situation a little bit differently right some some of you didn't have anything that you were really that sad to leave behind but some of you did you know, some of you maybe are just pursuing new paths. But even Percival has told you in some of the conversations, um, you know, that you've had at home in your common area that, you know, all this new technology and all these new things that he's learning, he wants to bring it back home. He wants to show the people, like, what's out here and, you know, if anything, lay shame to the IAI for the absolute amateur operation that got us here to begin with because we weren't even supposed to be here, but yet now we've learned all this stuff, it would almost be a disservice to our people on our home planet to not share this information with them. So you have two—you have at least two people in your group who have a strong pull back home that's maybe, you know, making all of you feel like your whatever roots you're planting here on the raft need not be temporary. And not to mention, it kind of smells... And it's just, you know, it's not really the the greatest of a situation. Maybe some of you are thriving in it. I love it. it. I'm not going to speak for all of you. It's perfect. Um, But I mean, you know, it's not I I wouldn't necessarily call it the greatest place to call home, but it is home to many. And, you know, people have been they're they're making it work. And today is another one of those days. Um, If it happens, all of you have found yourselves with uh, with with a site with with a days off at the same time. Lev, you just kind of, you finished cutting the last of the promos for the, uh, for, you know, the Red Horn, um, arc, um, you know, you're, you, you, have been told that, you know, you gotta, wait, you gotta wait for the payouts, if the story sells, then, you know, we'll probably shoot the turn, um, later, right, and, you know, because mm. you would, you, you know, your, your manager feels like you would make a good face, um, but you know we can't really have that turn unless this this, this story sells first, right? A lot of com- it's a it's a big marketplace right now. Everyone out there with a video camera and a rest in a backyard or some sort of underground basement is setting up wrestling rings, trying to be the next you know superstar. Um, it's kind of crazy to you, in fact, how professional wrestling is something of a big thing out here in the wider universe, if, if, if anything. But you have hope. You know, you really feel like you put on a good show, and you're just you're just hoping for that call back. And so you're kind of between gigs right now. Uh, Jam Jam, you know, you just finished another, um, you know, another smuggling run. You're waiting for the payout still, but uh, Tink has been, you know, in contact with you saying, you know, that the payment should clear in the next few days. So you may actually have some money in your wallet, your digital wallet, for the first time in a while. It's gonna be nice to maybe not have to swipe those drinks that you've been swiping off of the tops of bar tables. Lately. Uh, some of
1: the fun out of it.
2: Glorp, I mean, you've been, <laughs> I, I, you know, making what, what you can. Teachers here on the raft don't necessarily make a lot, and you did kind of almost volunteer yourself into that role, but Father Hayes has has, has, tried, has tried to see to it that at least, like, your, you know, most of your basic needs are taken care of, as he's sort of the one who's been facilitating some of these classes and things to make sure that the kids don't go without an education here on the raft. So... You know, you've been you've been able to get by and at least like, you know, like if, if, if any, any of the basics and stuff that you've needed, like have been provided to you and to actually all of us, you know, at, at, at the Casa Concordia,
1: I do some tutoring.
2: Yeah, maybe. You, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I guess maybe a side tutoring gig, you know, that's, you know, getting you maybe some just some some, some pocket change here and there. That's great. Exactly. Chum, you have been moved off of desk duty by now. Um, you know that was just again the intro, but uh, you know uh, Gloria still working there Of course um, she was her usual bubbly stuff to you uh, But you know you did your Hate best that. you really you really pushed through it <laughs> um, Some
3: people you just want a punch in the face, you know,
2: but uh, funny enough for you your paycheck is actually late so It's your day off. You may need to go check in on that at some point today, but, uh, you know, it might be something to to check in on. They've never been late before, and it's not, you know what I mean, so, you're not really sure what's going on. But you checked your account this morning, and, uh, it's, it's the same- it's the same number as yesterday. Son of a bitch! Brew, I don't know if you necessarily have been caring as much about worldly possessions lately. You know, uh, you've been spending a lot of time with the Mystic Order and, Mm -hmm. you know, just kind of learning more about the teachings and doing some some training, if anything, right. They've been kind of showing you some of the way like some of the monastic ways um, that, you know, they, you know, just self-defense type stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, as well as like some meditation techniques of like how to communicate with that inner spark, right? That spark of adventure that was um, ceremoniously placed within you um, last -hmm. time. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm not even sure if you just, if you even wanted to take a job. right? You might just be you know, either at the either at the monastery or you got your feet up on the couch right now. It's up to you. Know, it's up to you, right?
0: Um, well, what I, is doing wa- at home? Watching Netflix. Um, mm. No, uh, yeah, I think.
2: Uh, uh, yeah, you're watching VidTube.
0: Vid- VidTube. Um, no, I think he's. I think he's. Um, I mean, he takes up space, so I think that you know, with his his practicing of his. Um, you know, calming techniques and and uh, some meditation. Uh, he has he's just kind of found himself in different spots at different times. So sometimes he's just up on the counter. Sometimes he's crawled on the couch. Sometimes he is um, just meditating in the shower.
2: Uh, and I, and and what's funny is that there's only one shower that's left. Um, mm-hmm. You know, from like the remains of this crash. So you know, you definitely occasionally get some complaints from your fellow, uh, mm. sh- you know, uh, 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 housemates. Like you have taken too long in there, but like I gotta go to work.
0: Is it is it a, is it a shower or a tu- or like a tub shower?
2: It's like a standing shower. Because again, it's this, a was, a, this was a spaceship. Oh. This was a spaceship. Everything's very compact.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stay in there as long as you like, man. Right. Well, so he's he's trying to he's trying to do some sort of like ice bath, but clearly that doesn't work in a standing shower. So it's actually just him trying to like, like keep like ice blocks like up on the like, I, I don't well, know how to describe it. But... I was going to
2: say, uh, depending on your level of clothing, uh, if you were mm-hmm. not doing this entirely naked, I Blorp might be helping you with that with some of their newfound icy abilities.
0: Hmm. I'm, I might wait on that, because I think okay. I'm doing most of this naked, yeah. You heard it here, okay. Hapless. Just
2: checking. Yeah. I, I, won't, sure.
0: I, won't, I won't put Glorp in that position.
6: <laughs> That's good. Glorp hasn't been asked, but would not care.
0: <laughs> cool. Good, good to know for future, future reference. Love that. Um,
2: in March, it's been a couple weeks since... Um, your uh what could let's call it a reconnection the last couple weeks have actually just been spent with you trying to source parts to replace all of the uh fried wiring that uh happened as a result of that particular communication because there were some additional things that happened off camera Um, you learned some things you feel some things that you haven't felt before, and you're still trying to make sense of it. You're kind of almost of, of two minds right now, like you're just just this. There's always just something nagging at your consciousness at all times, like you're just you're feeling extra, extra paranoid. March
5: is sitting at the chow hall table. It's well, it certainly feels like morning to him. I'm sure he's diligently waking up at the crack of noon these days. The hours are long, and most of the hours for the sort of things he's shopping for are pretty odd. Generally, nobody's selling black market goods under what passes for broad daylight like this. No, this is very night markety kind of things he's looking for. So by the time we hit noon, he's absolutely shot. Sitting at the breakfast table with his ears draped over his face, like the kind of haircut of someone who really likes my chemical romance uh, just a little
2: bit too much. A haircut? Oh.
5: Yes, although I think mostly it's just from exhaustion and maybe a little bit of not quite uh, disregard of the self, but. A focus on other things. I feel like. Yeah,
2: I mean, it's not, the nirvana
5: it's, that Chum just lives in.
2: Yes, yeah, <laughs> and I mean, and the sleep that you've been getting lately has not necessarily even been restful because it's just like your 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 mind is racing with um, just just the the like what just maybe I guess like what you're starting to realize. Yes. Um, and you're just not necessarily sure what to do with that quite yet because you just kind of feel like. You just kind of always feel like you're being watched. Like you just have this like this almost this paranoia that is impossible to shake.
5: Yeah, except uh this is the thing is it might not be paranoia. See, I, they might actually be out to get me. He's saying to himself as he is slumped over the breakfast table there. Right, because the is, rest of
2: the party can't hear you talking to the disembodied yeah. voice of the DM.
5: Yes, he's on his third mug of coffee so far this morning, and eating trick cereal or the equivalent of trick cereal out of
2: a bowl entirely out of
5: spite.
6: <laughs> that's illegal.
2: Dave made this character just for that joke, I think. No, just <laughs> oh, <that's amazing.
5: laughs> oh no, so many more. So many more. Hands are starting to shake a little bit. Oh, hands are starting to shake a little bit more. I should say. I mean, this is a man, rabbit man, whose philosophy is to drink coffee until your hands shake and then smoke scrolls of calm emotions until they stop. And that's when you know you're at the right point in the morning.
2: You've reached the bomber peak for peak uh, computer operation stuff. That's genius. Pac-Man things.
5: At the very least for peak dealing with like starlight, whatever the fuck that is oh my God yeah why does so, it seep down here
2: yeah that's one of the things that I think for those of you who um, have not called have you know been calling the raft home for more than the last eight months it's, one of, it's been one of the things that's been the hardest to get used to because because of the fact that the flotilla does tend to migrate between systems and like astral space and wild space and you know a lot of times they kind of almost have to simulate. Uh, day and night, um, because as they're, you know, entering orbits of just, like, you know, large stellar bodies, like, there's not going to be that same sort of changing of, you know, like the, you know, the sun's shadow. So in order to kind of create a semblance of that, it's a lot of artificial or reflected sunlight in here, and, you know, they try to do their best to maintain a a time structure by, you know, just just ever so slightly shifting these reflectors, you know, away uh, when it would be considered to be quote-unquote. Nighttime, But there is always Oof. a light here in the raft as the neon glow of so many of the storefronts and other things um, just are always filling the space with this sort of, like, you know, like iridescent, um, even at, quote-unquote, night time. But it is Would, uh, currently.
3: Would Chum be able to approach March in the kitchen or mess?
2: I mean, as is yes.
5: approachable as he is at any given time.
3: <laughs> yes. <coughs> Sorry, but, I asked the wrong question. <laughs> and,
2: I would, and, and, I, and I would like to um, also take a moment because of the fact that, you know, our audience tends to love it when we do this. Um, each of us does have assigned quarters in this space, um, except for that one room that continues to be sealed off with a strange odor. Um, emitting from it, none of you've been able to find a way to get that door open. The strongest welding torches even will not penetrate whatever is keeping this thing closed. But other than that, everyone else has got a room. Um, I don't I,
1: have a room, except for But before. I found my yeti cooler, and yes. I brought it to school, and I let my students decorate <laughs> it with glitter pens, and now it says Glorpian on it. <laughs>
2: Yes, because that's what your students have been lovingly referring to you as, <laughs> as they don't really want to say Mister Glorp or Mrs Glorp because you really neither. You're just Glorp or Glorpy <sighs> or Glorp Glup Glup. You are just you are just ooze. And you so are just. They just kind of, you know, that's kind of what or they landed on. When I'm
1: being fancy, I'm Glorp Glorpington the Third.
2: Oh, I did that's not fancy. know that. Let's all make note of that. Please, someone add that to the wiki. Let's not forget that it exists. No. <laughs> <laughs> as it is said, so it shall be written. Um, no, okay, uh, but I, I want to kind of maybe just get a quick. Uh, as all of you are exiting your quarters, what do they look like? Oh, Again, these are. Imagine these are. These are. These are small, like like personal quarters. I wouldn't imagine that the cabins are much larger. Like, you know, your your personal cabins are much larger than like they're so essentially 20 foot by 20 foot square right they have like a, a bunk for you and like maybe just some some maybe your personal belongings you've collected on the way so maybe let's take a moment describe to me what your quarters look like and maybe just a couple like innocuous personal belongings you may have acquired over the last eight months again nothing serious inventory wise but let's just maybe trinkets or something that might be meaningful to you um, so let's just I'm just gonna kind of go around the room let's start with jam jam
1: uh yeah jam jam's room is just he, he's kind of gotten a bunch of shelves up all the whole all the walls are covered in just knickknacks and the floor is covered in empty booze bottles
2: (laughs) Um, are any of the knickknacks and things that you have in here stolen goods like things that you would have maybe, or not stolen but maybe just like smuggled goods or things you may would have may have brought in from outside of uh this like this like this raft right as part of your oh yeah pretty much
1: whenever you can find like a bobblehead or a snow globe or anything like that
2: you take like a personal item every time uh you go on a smuggling run it's like like a good luck charm um okay that's awesome i love that yes you got like you know you got your little like your hula dancing person you got like you know Mm maybe some bobbleheads and some other things on display love that love that love that um, Glorp, you already described what yours looks like. It's literally the cooler with stickers and glitter. and
6: Yeah, I mean, the the cooler is like in a, a, just kind of in a corner, right? Because Glorp never actually had a room. But if I remember correctly, the space or the the, the mess hall, so I basically got ripped off of the ship. So kind of in like just like a couple of scrap metal slabs that got like put up or yeah. metal sheets that got put up. Um, the cooler's there and there's like... A parasol kind of like just like hanging above it. And off of the parasol, there's like some twinkly lights hanging. And then on the wall behind the cooler, there's a couple of like art pieces that students have drawn and like a couple of cards and like, so you know, like, like just little trinkets from the classroom. That's adorable. Um,
2: I love that. Yeah. I'm so glad I asked. Um, <laughs> Choom? Oh. Uh, I'm Choom's room.
3: First of all the door is almost always closed and for good reason uh if he leaves the door open people complain you know and i understand he understands but uh inside the room he would have taken the bunk that is in the room and completely ripped it off the wall and thrown just gotten rid of it and then he would have a hammock built attach, attached attached <laughs> to like you a are a pipe, hammock guy <laughs> a pipe structure into like the top corner of the room. That's where he sleeps, that's all he needs. It's his little nest. The entire rest of the room is converted into a garage-like workspace. There's just an engine sitting in the middle of the room and it has all parts missing. There's rust everywhere. Yeah,
2: there's just an engine block, yeah.
3: <laughs> grease all over the place. You can see footprints and handprints on all four cor- walls just going in all different directions. That's Chum's that's room. Love that. And a post. uh, Oh, if you allow it. Uh, On the Casa Concordia, he found a magazine that featured the Cosmos Concordia and he cut out the picture. Yeah. Like the spread. Yeah. It
2: it was like a two page spread. So you can kind of clearly see where the seam was and you like rip the pages out and just put them together. Yeah, and love he,
3: that. they, that's that's his Connie. That's love that he, absolutely. Oh picture.
2: yeah, and it just said you just wrote <laughs> Connie on it.
3: Like <laughs> <laughs> has tear stains on it.
0: it is wonderful.
2: Oh, what, absolutely, absolutely, I will allow that. Are you kidding me? That's incredible. Nice. Uh, all right, uh, brew. Uh,
0: yeah. So as far as trinkets, um, he's kind of minimized quite a bit, um, but he still has two things specifically. Um, one being a small stone or rock from his from his home um, that he always has on him. Um, it's kind of his good luck charm in his own brain. Um, and then he has a flask, um, so um, alcohol is still in his life. And even though he's a monk, he still wants to drink, so he's doing that. Uh, he's got that kind of hidden under his pillow. Um, so that nobody really knows it's there, but you all know, like you all know, but nobody outside of this group should know, um, or at least he's, he's hoping that, Got um, and then, uh, you see, uh, I'm, I'm just picturing, remember like in the, in the late nineties when kids had the glow in the dark stickers of stars and planets?
2: Yes. So yes. I feel like
0: those are all yes, over the, the wall. Yes,
6: the late 90s. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> was the last time I had those. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, those are all over his his wall and ceiling. And then he's got like push pins and string that's kind of like mapping a galaxy of some sort. Um whether it's it's his actual learning through his his monkdom, uh, but he is just kind of stringing String kind of from different stickers, different stars and planets along the room.
2: Love that. love that so much for you. Um, Lev, let's talk about your uh, your living space for a moment.
4: Um, well, I imagine the first few weeks in the standard issue bed for Lev was very difficult. <laughs> so we had uh, Chum.
2: yeah you, take have the, the, you have the mattress. <laughs>
4: I had Chum take the second bunk off the top and just put it next to the other one on the floor, <laughs> welded together, so that I could I could fit comfortably.
2: I love that for you. Um,
4: I also imagine that he's got a mannequin of himself that with like a. Sewing spot to like make his outfit, you know, because he had—he's not like paying someone oh, yeah, to do right. it.
2: Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that like your like your your wrestling outfit is
4: kind of like, like Spider-Man, you know what I mean? Yes, How, yeah. You know, you know, very humble kind of. So there's like some kind of like sewing spot with like a crude mannequin of him made of like old ship parts, maybe. And uh there's some kind of boombox that my door is also closed because he like drowns himself out in music all day to not think about things and just work on his uh
2: yeah this dude is like laser focused yeah he's laser focused
4: yeah i'm listening to some kind of aggressive eastern Do- Doarian music that <laughs> yeah you've been Jam exposed Jam to me a on. lot
2: yes and, and, and the thing is like you've been also exposed to a lot of crazy and new music also just like living yeah. uh, here for a while now right like the Doar you're...
0: do have a, a very weird flute like instrument <laughs> yeah
2: and and they can and sometimes they can hit those like guttural notes that are just like insane it's, it's crazy yeah, to think, yeah. <laughs> it's like mongolian throat singing yeah. but it's, just it's like... pretty
4: it's yeah it's pulsating and it's it's uh, overtaking him while he's focusing on his work so it's perfect yeah, just
2: like blast beats behind it. yeah exactly <laughs> It's oh, like the door okay. when it
4: comes out. The door opens up. It's like, and then the door closes behind
2: <laughs> him. <laughs> Love, Love that. that. Love that. Uh, March, I'll take we, the room next to that. Yeah, March. I did take the liberty of describing your space a little bit in the last episode, but I mean, I would be remiss if I didn't give you the opportunity to elaborate further and, and also tell us, I guess, where the hatch is that we uh, that you we built to uh, you know allow you access in and out of your. Um, Hole.
5: Yes. So living the stereotype, much like Bugs Bunny, his quarters are, of course, accessed by a hatch at the top. No, I know we are. We're, we're not really original at all, but as it goes it. down into a space that is probably like a 20 foot diameter sphere, and on the inside there's um sort of a copper mesh that forms a faraday cage around the outside that you know some cables are fed out of the hatch through so that nothing you know no radio interference can get in and then on the inside of that it's just computers all mounted to the wall and floor the entire inside of the sphere with a single kind of busted ass looking dentist's chair kind of chair in the middle that is just attached to several points on the ceiling and what would be the sides and the floor by pulleys that he can just sort of scoot up and around towards any of the consoles he needs to get to at any given time He you know, he'll sleep in the chair. He just exists in there when he's in there. So there's no real bedroom. I mean, there's probably like a coffee can hanging from the bottom that he uses as, you know, a toilet, you know, for in the middle of long sessions. Oh, God. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) I mean, he's dedicated to his craft. He hasn't become so completely feral as Chum,
2: but in a bucket. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, dude, I'm pretty sure you yeah. got one up on you there.
5: Yeah, yeah, fuck you. I <laughs> empty the bucket. Yeah, it's a leg up on you ass. I mean, shit. You might as well be crapping in the corner. I've smelled what that room smells like. And let me tell you anything <laughs> that can get over old grease.
3: Whoa, I offered to build you a toilet three times.
2: He was a plumber.
5: But you see, then I got to like it,
2: it's <laughs> He likes the bucket (laughs) method. (laughs) It's
5: a lot of electronic shit that I don't really have the time or inclination or, you know, enough different colors of crayons to explain to you right now. But like there's that there's reasons. All right. It's got nothing to do with whether I leave pellets in a bucket or not. (laughs) The hatch, by the way, is directly under the dining room table.
2: Oh, of course. So you have to, like, slide the table out of the way to then access it and get down there?
5: I mean, I'm small. I can just climb up okay, from under I'm sorry, under how the tall table? is,
2: uh, is, is March? So March... Like, three there's, feet? There's two, two, two types of heights for him.
5: Right. right. Yeah, I have, yeah. I have it specifically written down. He's two foot nine at the head, three foot six at the ears, if they're straight up.
2: Got it. Perfect. Thank you. All right, yeah, so never mind. Yeah, you're able to just crawl under the table and access the your, your hatch to your hidey hole. Um... Okay, so yeah, it's it's you know it's an afternoon, um, it, uh, you know, in on, on, on the on the raft inside the Casa Concordia. You know, you guys are have, you guys are bickering about this shit over you know as the as, as sort of just the drone of the TV someone left on, um, kind of just like goes on in the background. There's some ad for the Gnome Depot playing. Um, <laughs> it's like the fourth time you fucking heard it. It's ridiculous. I thought <laughs> you just built toilet and. Dean, Dean, that's Dean. I actually, I actually have an ad. I have a fake ad read to do for it.
3: Oh, my God.
5: <laughs> sure. Let me shut down all of my equipment for two weeks right in the middle of the most important op of my life so that we can break the fair day cage so I can pull out half of the fucking wiring so we can just stick a pipe into the ground that I am going to use once every other day or so. And I think the economy there is a little jacked up, you know what I mean? He is
4: good plumber. He can take care of it quickly. You know this. You just build you know it this. and
5: we put it in. Thank you, Lev. Yes. Because apparently we have the one magical plumber in this universe who can do a job in under a week.
4: You've never mm-hmm. seen him work a pipe? P- p- <laughs> <laughs> I lay
5: like pipe
3: pretty good, you know no, what I mean? you've no. never seen him <laughs> work a Listen.
5: pipe. Listen, I'm the IT guy. I know everything.
3: That- you know when I'm gonna get those, uh, parts I ordered?
5: Yeah, about one day after I can unsee all the shit I've had to see. <laughs> I
2: mean, as you're saying that, right, like, the, just like the, the end jingle of the of the Gnome Depot ad finishes playing where you just say, and remember, at the Gnome Depot, if you can dream it, we can help you build it. And then at the, <laughs> and as soon as that ends, you just hear, like, a knock at the door. Who the hell is knocking on door right now?
3: Yeah, I don't answer the door. That's not what. I'm not an answer the door <sighs> guy. I don't know what you're talking about. Not my house.
0: <laughs> Both of us go back i to mean eating. it. This kind of house. Bruce, <laughs> Bruce meditating in the shower.
3: I will yes! answer the door. Technically, <laughs> it's my lobby. I thought you left your kids at home.
4: <laughs> uh, Lev will get up from the like, and he'll get up from the the bench, the communal. Uh, table and head over towards the door and open it up. I'm gonna look through the window of the door first. So Even okay.
2: I will yeah. say because again, this is the hull of a ship. There's not necessarily a window, but there is uh, one of someone install You guys, one of you installed one of those slide hatches.
4: Okay, so you nice. Can yeah, perfect. Slide the hatch
2: out to the side to like. Look I through. crank
4: it to the. I crank it to the side. Yep.
2: Yeah, your little bug eyes <laughs> kind of like look through, and you just see um, out front some like a figure. Uh, they appear to be so they have okay they're sharply dressed but like with almost like this like calculated casualness so not to entirely stand out but like they're just they just their their clothes look while common exceptionally well pressed like there's not a wrinkle to be seen Um, are they humanoid they appear to look human they you know uh, slender um and wearing like a like a like almost like a bowler hat just kind of like pushed down with the brim pushed down a bit so you can't really see their face
4: Mm-hmm. Who is it? And they say it uh, is like I—I he... I don't know, like dead collector or something. Hold on a sec. Yes, hello. This is it
2: the Casa Concordia? Yes.
4: I shut the thing and then swing the door open.
2: Yes. You get a better look at this figure now. I mean, yeah, they're about maybe six feet tall. Um... They, again, you know, casual clothes again, just like you know, like this, almost like a, it's like this, like light blue, like long sleeve shirt with like a sort of folded down collar, um, you know, very Astropolitan type wear, uh, and like they're, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I know, Mike loved it. I loved it. Mike, Mike, I loved Mike, it. Loves, Mike loves that word.
0: I, 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 I literally like worded it back to him on the video. You all couldn't hear it, but it was just like, ooh, epic, great hmm. word.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, they stand very, very straight, very, like, they, they, they just carry themselves, like, very confidently. Um, very soft facial features, like, you can kind of see almost, like, a five o'clock shadow, but, you know, a clean-shaven face, this just dark, um, hair that you can kind of see kind of protruding underneath the bowler cap that appears to be shorn very short. Um, and they say, uh, they just sit to say to you, um, they extend a hand, uh, proxy keen representative of the flotilla. May I come in? Uh...
4: I
3: look around and... Can I roll stealth? What?
2: Sure. I'm, okay. I'm,
3: yep, Yep. if you're gonna let these motherfuckers in. Uh, that's a
2: 21. Yeah, okay. You find somewhere to hide. You
3: see, he said debt collectors. I, as soon as you said that, you'd <laughs> clanging <laughs> as I run away.
2: I did.
4: You did say that. <laughs> Is this like a uh, house, house visit? Does someone owe money in here? Is that what no, you want? No, no,
2: no, 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 nothing like that. Um, I have an opportunity for all of you. Nice. That I wish to discuss in private, And I was just wondering if you'd let me in. <laughs>
4: oh, okay. Uh, wait right here. and I s- close the door on him real quick? <laughs> <laughs> this guy said he wants to come in right now. I don't really know. Do you guys? Does someone else want to talk to giant man
1: with me? To...
5: Did he show you any fucking credentials? He gave One me. Of the covers hands. Pops open. I think he was Hang like on, human I'll man. i
1: talk to the giant guy.
5: Glorp
6: comes up to the door and opens the hidey hole, and then presses their head or their come like on. head area up against the hidey hole and just glorps out enough for. Their head to be sticking out the other side, and says,
1: "Can I see your credentials?"
2: Yeah, they. Uh, so you see this person um, kind of reach into um, like a like a, a pocket, and they pull out like it looks to be a badge that has sort of the official like like it's just it just has like their 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 picture, and it just it has their name, Proxy Keen. And, you know, just like has like the, you know, the the bearings of the uh, the flotilla, like official, like, like personnel.
5: Keen Mm. like is a a keen edge.
2: K-E-E-N. Yep. Keen edge. Proxy Keen.
6: Florp grows an arm out as well and takes the badge Uh, and pulls it back.
2: No, soon as soon as uh, soon as you reach out to try to grab it, proxy takes, you know, takes it away and puts it back in a pocket. I hope that's sufficient for you. I will be hanging out with that. Thank you. Please hold. Glorb back into the <laughs> hole. What did you see, Glorb? You hear almost just the start of a sigh as you, like, you know, close it in, and walk away. Um, what did you see, I see Glorp, a little bit he? of
6: frost around the hole, and I turn and say, His name is Proxy
1: Keen. He had a badge. It looks real official. You should probably let him in
3: hear one of the cupboards, a Fed. <laughs> I
5: don't know, man. You, you, I presume you keep the contraband hidden, right? All
2: right, I, you're right. Chum doesn't trust the government. I don't think <laughs> Jam Jam does at this point either, seeing as how he's kind of involved in some shady <laughs> shit. <laughs> we
4: good? We good? What does Jam Jam say?
1: Uh, Jam Jam pokes his head out for a second and goes, "Are we certain he's not a vampire?" <laughs> <laughs>
4: that is a good point. Is it day outside right
2: now? I do not
0: remember <laughs> the time of day.
2: Right, because I'm asking to be
0: invited in.
2: Oh, I love that. That thought occurred to me as I was asking for an invite inside. I was like, I wonder if they're gonna think about this at all. Like, if they're gonna, pre- if, if if this is an angle that's even gonna be like questioned. And if you fucking yeah. I mean, I'm not confirming that. I'm just, I just think that's fucking hilarious. Glorp, glorp goes slides
6: to- the hidey hole open just far enough for like an, an eye to like glorp out. Uh huh. And then looks up to see if it's day.
2: It is day. I did mention that earlier. Mm.
6: But we weren't sure, so we're double checking.
2: But now we're and then now closes we're the hole
6: sure. immediately and turns around and says, it's daytime. So he's not a vampire.
5: That March vampire, goes over to the pantry thing. and uh, fishes out a clove of garlic. <laughs> nice. <laughs> And then proceeds to go over to uh, Chum and uh, hand him and hand him a clove of it. (laughs) Oh yeah! Thanks. Takes a bite. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Used in the spirit it was intended. We can cover up the smell a little bit. Somehow, (laughs)
2: somehow, Chum smells better. Yeah.
3: closes the cupboard again like offering a guy a breath mint
2: <laughs> yeah literally just like takes a bite out of this clove of garlic and then shuts himself back in the cupboard <laughs> all right I, I, again proxy is still waiting outside he shouldn't have come here if he wasn't expecting we must go should, talk to so. Bru.
4: he i mean he certainly it is his home too and he should have said what weird man in clothing wants outside with with us
2: weird man. In I love the amount of suspicion <laughs> that is happening from my first fucking like actual like NPC and not just like uh, a story vehicle in one of your backgrounds. Like this is like, <laughs> the very first fucking NPC I introduced to you and you're just like immediately suspicious. Yes.
5: Well, as at least 3 of us are engaged in illegal activities. <laughs> yes. We would be a little suspicious when the local authorities come knocking. <sighs>
4: Okay, I go back to the
0: to or no?
2: You were checking in with Brew, who is in the shower Brew. currently.
0: Still? <laughs> I'm <laughs> meditating. I don't know any of this is going on.
5: Meditating. It's
0: consistent. I'm in my. I'm in my. You, i am, I'm in my ice shower. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's doing.
4: <laughs> he's doing ice thing again. We must. Like, he told me not to do to bother him like last time, and I. I don't want to. <laughs> interrupt. Um. What ice thing it is like nirvana or something that he achieves
1: like the human (laughs) man
4: that's one way to call it yes less uh
0: you actually just hear you, you suddenly realize that he's he's snoring
4: see that is like sign it is working
0: like it, for, at first, it sounded like om, but it's not ohm, It's.
3: <laughs> and it's loud as shit
0: because he's a fucking minotaur. Because I'm a fucking
2: minotaur. The Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's like yeah, it's kind of like reverberating a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the the door to because again, the, the whole foundation of this ship was kind of rattled when you crash into it, right? Like the door has never been seated properly ever since, so it just rattles with like the vibration of your fucking. Uh, of your snoring
0: <laughs> S- sleep noises yeah yeah I'm just I'm just passed out I'm just having a nap
2: all right, he's not so it's attitude. all uh, up to you there's, there's not really any
0: meditating going on
2: I guess Lev's the one it's either Lev <laughs> or Glorp. they are the only it's ones who you. are doing door things right now Glorp
6: oh, yeah. slides the door hatch open again, the the, the, the little Heidi hatch, and says,
1: Sorry, proxy, just another minute. We need to check with Brew, and Brew's taking a shower now.
6: And then just immediately <laughs> slides the door closed again oh, without
2: waiting God. for an answer. Um. <laughs> a- said
5: like it's such a normal thing.
2: <laughs> okay.
4: At least it's not a bath nap.
2: I'm just going to roll, I'm going to roll, I'm going to roll some stuff, but just continue to discuss amongst yourselves.
0: I love the fact that so- none of us want to take up any sort of leadership role uh, at this point. I mean, look, the not guy's one. not going to go
5: away. We might as well a, just let him let him in. I mean, I was, if for nothing else than this, shut him up.
4: Okay.
3: <laughs> they tend to go away if you just leave. <laughs> right, never mind, never mind.
0: It's a, it's like a bully, bully. Just ignore them and they go away. I open so, the door. There you go.
3: Yes
2: I'm sorry, did I hear did I hear Lev say I opened the door? I opened the door. Mm, you yeah. did. Okay. Well, what do you say?
4: Okay, Mr. Keen. Uh, this is not something you can say right here in front of the door, you have to be inside the door.
2: Figured we could share a cup of coffee <laughs> and Talk about uh, some opportunities that I just would prefer to do, you know, in a comfortable setting. I promise, I mean you no harm. Mm. Lorp sticks their head over Lev's shoulder,
6: or around Lev's shoulder, around <laughs> <laughs> Lev's waist. I'm not quite sure about the height proportions here for that. I'm like 6'8". No. Nope. extends their head up and over <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lev's shoulder in like an extremely long neck and says... Is there a reason that we needed to invite you in?
1: Are you sure you're not here to harm us? Are you a day vampire?
2: (laughs) No, I assure you... If I wanted to show you my fangs, I have other ways of doing that. I come in peace.
1: I think he just confirmed he's a vampire.
2: (laughs) Metaphorical fangs! Metaphorical fangs, friend. Okay. Okay, well we have plenty of garlic i think we could take care of
4: him so come on <laughs> in mr keen
2: thank you and he steps inside um anywhere in particular do you have a common area or something i mean perfect. yes he, like, see, he sees the table that's like not far from the entrance that again is in this small living space Yes, please choose uh, any
4: spot you want yes why not
2: and yeah it takes a seat at your um you know your dining table and says uh if, if you have coffee or something, get, you know, grab a beverage. I just want to talk to you a little bit. Uh, my name is Proxy Keen. I am a representative of the Flotilla. Um, the work I do for them is a bit more of the uh, of, of that that uh, you don't necessarily see in the headlines of newspapers. You know, I'm, I'm behind the scenes. I'm a mover. I'm a shaker. And, well, ever since you've you and your group here have uh, crash, crash landed on the raft. Well, we've kept a, a subtle eye on, you know, your comings and goings. Listen, the flotilla does not have the manpower necessary to really uh, extend its reach that far into the raft. You know, we are thankful for Father Hayes and the services he provides to this community. It's invaluable. And, well, he sees something in you, and our people have heard some of the questions that you've been asking over the last several months about you, where your home and where you came from. And it piqued my interest, because if there's something that you should know, the Flotilla prides itself on being a bastion for those, uh, or I'm sorry, being a bastion for those uh, in defense against the iron grips of Astraltech and its subsidiaries. Should your homeworld be something that truly is previously undiscovered, it would behoove us in the flotilla to also know the whereabouts of where you've come from to ensure the right people get there first. Mm. Okay. Because I assure you, should, a- should Astral Tech learn of your home planet, let's just say it's going to be a bit of a rude awakening for your people who presumably have not seen anything beyond the borders of, the, of, of, of their wild space, you know, region. Uh, Mark
5: slides a mug of coffee in front of them. So it sounds like you're either being sincere, or that it is the most ham-fisted threat I have heard all week.
2: Oh, March, <laughs> I'm not here for you, but it seems like you've you, you you're calling this place home yourself. So w- we'll talk in a moment.
5: It it's my lobby.
2: Great. Anyways, to the rest of you, uh, Concordians, I suppose if you'd like if you'd prefer I call you that. I'm not sure if you've ever thought about that before. You um, hear... <laughs> I have a proposition that you were to help us, maybe, with some of the skills and things that you've come to possess after your time spent here, the flotilla might be able to extend some of its services to assist you in finding where your home is, and properly introducing your people to the galactic civilization that lies beyond the borders of their system in a way that's peaceful and not a corporate takeover. Based on what we can tell, it, it's, it's, it, it must be far enough away from the influence of the new Federation, and the Crimson Imperium, that I don't think that they'd even, this, this, this would even be on their radar right now. If anything, you're lucky you crash into us and not someone else. I believe that the flotilla possesses the unique ability and the right personnel to make that transition for your people uh, painless and peaceful, to welcome them into the fold of a galactic society as an independent contributor.
5: Uh,
3: Can Jam Jam roll the old insight?
2: Absolutely. (laughs)
3: Love the idea of just this Doar looking him up and down. Oh, just fifteen.
2: Okay, I mean you're fifteen, kind of. So you can you do feel that Proxy is being very sincere. They seem to be very, rather matter of fact. Um, what you what I will say though is that you know when he speaks. It's fair it's it's very calculated right like you can tell that he's being very measured with his words where he you know is definitely trying to sell you on this on this idea because it does seem like he's coming to like he's coming to you for help like your group for help specifically because he has something to offer you but it's very clear that he needs something right like there is definitely like there's like he has he has his own potentially maybe his own angle here because he does seem rather eager to, you know, sell you on this and, and give you a good reason why, you know, you should help him. That's kind of what you're pulling from this, right? Like, if you've done enough, you've done, you, you've you've traded, you know, you've changed hands with enough of, of of enough goods by now, Jam Jam, to know that, you know, like everyone's trying to maybe get, you know, is is looking out for themselves one way or another out here in space, and so well this offer is enticing you know that Proxy's probably going to be getting something out of whatever the hell he's about to propose to you
6: do we have like a knowledge of or general idea at this point of these other like factions that he's talking about like astral tech and everything just from
1: Absolutely. existing
2: here for the last eight months that is a great question and yes you would have um this is common knowledge amongst the um, the people, like, the like just the, the, I guess, the people of this particular region of of the, like, Astral Sea and all the wild space systems therein. So, um, that being said, I guess, just from DM to player here, right, like, any of the public information or things that we would have written in our compendium, right, and, like, information and lore about these factions is now common knowledge to you. Like, you know, and like, you know, because like all that information is really just a few clicks away on any personal computing or public computing device, right, and you can learn whenever you want. Yeah. So this would be common knowledge, or or knowledge that would be easy enough to acquire, that there's not really any roles or necessarily necessarily, needed to recall this information.
6: Now, because of where we have existed for the last eight months, would we have a generally very negative impression of Astral Tech just based on our day-to-day interactions? Well, especially with other especially living
2: here? aboard um, something that I guess is under the umbrella of the flotilla, um, you would have you would have come to learn very quickly that the flotilla and Astral Tech are very much diametrically opposed to each other. You know, yeah. the flotilla. Um, you know, while. Life here isn't necessarily the greatest, right? Sometimes it's it's the only refuge for people who have been forcibly displaced by some of the ruthless corporate practices of the mega corporation that is um, AstralTech, and so the flotilla has done a lot of work to sort of disrupt some of those operations and save um, people from a uh, essentially just being in contract hell for the rest of their lives because they've unknowingly signed away all of their rights and their planet to a, a, a megacorp so yes um, there is a genuinely generally disdainful view of astraltech that permeates the entirety of the raft the flotilla everywhere um, in in this area yes they are they are generally viewed upon very negatively there is not a single astraltech franchise that exists it's all independent businesses aboard the flotilla
6: Nice. Glorp is persuaded, so Glorp is going
2: to look at Lev and say, we
1: can't let your kids end up working for Astral Tech.
2: An even more compelling reason to find your way home, Lev.
4: Lev shoots Glorp a look like. We don't don't know if scan does anything.
1: Then he looks over
4: at the proxy. What is it that you have in mind?
2: Simple mission, one that would make use of many of your skills. Simple data retrieval mission in and out. No questions asked, no trouble, no fuss. Hopefully just we need something. We know that your group does possess a certain set of skills that could be useful to us. And well, we also need some folks that uh, if I can be candid, um, no one is really going to miss, should something go wrong. This is... Fuck you too. <laughs> Your mother. Something a bit of if a... If I can
1: be candid, I'm really no good at no questions
3: asked. The cupboard would The
4: glory is up. right, we have many questions.
3: You just hear the cupboard, alright, but uh, does it pay? <laughs> it just echoes from the cupboard.
2: Um, and the cupboard, writes a good the, point, too. You, 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 <laughs> Proxy's head, you know, turns towards the cupboard, and he just sort of says very directly to your question, uh, Choom, handsomely.
3: The cupboard opens and Choom swings on the door. I hate the government, but I hate the corpse more. You had me at hello.
2: That's the right attitude. Welcome aboard, Choom. <laughs> Let's say the rest of you. <laughs> I understand I may be asking a lot, and yes, when I say no questions asked, I mean about the particular data we are trying to retrieve, that is OPSEC that I cannot share with you. However, I'm happy to answer any other questions you may have, but only if, you know, you're willing to do this.
1: Is a comet really a dirty snowball?
2: I meant questions more related to a task at hand. um, but yes, we are aware of that tiny snowball, <laughs> as you put it, in your chest. Um, and I must say that our uh, our clerics have taken a uh, particular fascination with it. Um, but that's a topic for another time.
0: I, I am loving that Glorp is a teacher because the fact that that Glorp just asked a question that one of his students would have asked him is them. hilarious to me them, excuse me, would have asked them, hilarious, like I'm just, I'm feeling the teacher vibe it's, it's there, you've hit
3: the mark. So hey, we just hey. need Jam Jam and I think Lev agreed already
2: Yeah But Brew so is jam, jam, sleeping brew. in the shower and Jam Jam is hiding from the authorities.
3: Can I slam yeah. on one of the pipes in the corner of the room and then the Echo just shoots up to the where the shower is, just erupts in your shower
2: um i love that but i also love it would love it more if you made me a strength check to do it oh no
3: uh for the people at home my strength is a very hefty seven uh so we're gonna we're gonna roll this that, it's a negative two. two yeah oh my god yep and with a negative two that's an eight
2: yeah i mean you know it doesn't come with a lot it doesn't go with a lot of force so brew i'm gonna need what's your passive perception just ten plus your 12. ten plus your wisdom. Yeah, modifier. twelve. Ten plus your wisdom modifier is twelve.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Uh,
3: then the DM makes a roll. I just wanted to wake up.
2: Yeah, he don't hear it.
3: <laughs> Eleven.
0: Listen, I cannot oh, go.
4: I already told you like five minutes ago. I cannot I f- go
0: in there. I feel like you missed the perfect way to, to like get somebody out of the shower, and it's I- to turn the faucet on. <laughs> <laughs> um. Like burn the shit out of me right now. So
2: Pro- proxy is like, you know, like watching you guys just like fiddle fart around. Right. And he just says, listen, if now is not a good time. He just like, you know, like reaches into it like a pocket again. He like pulls out his card. And he also pulls out um, what looks to be like um, it's it's like cell phone shaped, but it's like it's very thin and very small. Um, if anyone you know, so it, it just it's just, it just and it's just like a just like a glass screen it's a tiny little like like almost like a data pad type thing he slides the card and this like phone device and you you know like onto on, on the table and he's like call me when you're ready to talk business and I'll be able to answer your questions
0: <laughs> maybe you just take some time to get your stuff
2: together and get everybody on board I I tire of some of this stuff, and I, I have a lot of things to do, and I really have no time to wait for whatever is going on in the shower there. So.
3: Yep, I got it.
2: You have my number. So you know
3: where the door is, so you know.
2: That phone's a secure line. Don't expect it to do much more besides call me, but, you know. Consider it a. All right, fake. Consider it alone.
4: And should we leave voicemail or something if you do not answer? That's a question. Is, that, is that set up for you, or. I'll be waiting. We could leave a Ominous. text, I think.
2: Uh, and with that, Proxy just kind of gets up. Is and the phone waterproof? Sees themself out. Uh, <laughs> does not answer the question. Wow. Wow. That guy was
3: dick. Yeah.
2: And that's where I'm going to call this money. episode of the Hapless Heroes podcast. Yep.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're
2: right. Yeah. Woo! Listen, okay. My NPCs aren't gonna always just sit around and wait for y'all to get your shit together. If you're gonna dick around, they're just gonna leave and let tell you to call uh, them. Cell phones exist now, so you know what I mean. They're not gonna just sit around waiting for you to get your shit together. They're just like just fucking call me when you decide to get your act together.
5: I Don't uh, look at me. I tried contributing. The guy who gave me the fucking brush off. Like you didn't even thank me for the fucking coffee.
3: That's true. Uh, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Takes another bite of garlic.
2: Yeah, maybe we'll be able to explore. You know, maybe why. He uh, expressed a little bit of disdain for you, and maybe, maybe you know Proxy. Maybe you know the name at least. Maybe it's ringing a few bells. I don't know. But we'll explore that next time on the hapless Heroes podcast. Until then, if you like us, you can find us on the internet. Just uh, look for our link tree. It's linktree. slash hapless Heroes. That's where you're going to find all the links to our social media presence. Um, our merch, our, like, wiki page that our fans uh, maintain and, like, all the things. Um, But really, the the thing that we're most proud of that that Linktree will point you to is the crown jewel of our internet presence, and that is our Discord server, where you can meet and talk to us. And we're discussing episodes of the show. We're talking about other... TTRPG systems and sharing pictures of our animals and all the fun stuff that comes along with a community chat server, we'd encourage you to join our uh, ever-growing community. It's really cool, and uh, we'd love to see you be a part of it. So just check it out on our link tree and, uh, yeah, see if it's uh, just just to join us. If you really, really like us, we'd love it if you left us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. Um, Those things just help us grow in the rankings and just kind of get more visibility to the show. It's uh, really just special to read all the nice things all of you have said about us over the years. And so, yeah, we just we just love seeing that. And if you say something nice to us, we'll say something nice back to you on the air and give you a shout out for the five-star human being that you are. Um, we did get one in our five-star channel on our Discord server, but it is very long. And our community moderator, Altair, wrote like this whole beautiful like thing i might have him record that and we'll just like play that at the end of an episode at some point because it's fantastic um but it's uh i, I just feel like i would be doing it a disservice if i didn't if i if i read it especially because i know Altair Taylor has a has a good voice i've heard some of the voice work he's done so <laughs> uh that's your challenge buddy if you're listening to this record that shit i want to hear it for real and we'll, we'll try to we'll slat it in or something Um, But in the meantime, if you really, really, really like us, we have a Patreon page. It's just patreon.com slash haplessheroes. We have a few different reward tiers, but regardless of what tier you donate at, for the most part, that donation will get you access to uh, behind the scenes content, um, bloopers and and other things uh, that we do a special channel in our Discord server, where as Dave says, we all type with our pinkies raised in the air. It's uh, really uh, a a cool time. You know, we do our best to always just find new ways to give back to all of our patrons because y'all have really just helped us keep the lights on um, over the last, like, now, like, more than seven years uh, doing this. So, you know, we thank all of you. And uh, yeah, check it out, patreoncom slash haplessheroes. And with that being said, it's time for me to outro my cast. You know them. You love them. We're going to say goodnight to them now on my virtual left, Dave, playing March. Yeah, get out of here. I
5: got some uh, perfectly uh, uh, legitimate business going on. Choo, choo.
2: Louis playing Lev Zangiv. Good night, everybody. Mike as Brew Blitzbore. <laughs> He's making snoring sounds. I'll hear it in his local audio. It's going to be ridiculous. Discord took it away. Sebastian as Choom Loom. Good night, everybody. Nicole as Glorp Glup Glup.
1: Wait, you didn't tell us the password for the phone. And John
2: as Jam Jam. Until next time. And I'm Francesco. We'll find out if this phone actually has a password to unlock it next time on the Habless Heroes. Uh, bye-bye now. Bye. 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 Bye.